This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon as the basis for investment decisions. Podcast guests and their clients may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Three Wise Monkeys podcast. It's been a little while between drinks. We took a bit of a hiatus, but we are back and better than ever. But for the last of the season, <laughs> unfortunately. Yes, that's right. It's very sad news. But after 22 episodes, I believe, gentlemen, we are going to put a pin in it, at least for the time being. For the time being. Could be renewed in future. We'll, we'll see. Could that's be a right. season We're talking two. to our agent about it. <laughs> Will we get picked up for a season two? Absolutely. Look, you know, definitely write to the publisher and I'm sure SoundCloud <laughs> will be listening. <laughs> what the hell is going on? What is going on? Why? Yeah. Why? Tell us why, Matt. Why? Um, yeah, I guess uh, we've, we came together a, a collection of a lot of different projects and yeah, taking some time to work on some different stuff. So, And we'll definitely be looking forward to finding out what else is on mattjoss.com. We <laughs> <laughs> can chat about that a bit later on. But yeah, it's yeah. A, today but we've we got... Do, a, yeah. do have some new content for today as well. We do, uh, yeah. We do indeed. And and But I think it would also be remiss of us not to do a bit of a stroll down memory lane and mm. look at all of the genius calls that I have made over the past <laughs> 22 episodes or so. And we can gloss over some of the ones that weren't so genius. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to mention a few mistakes to make it just <laughs> seem it like it we're being balanced but yeah, I to, like it. to kick things off claude why don't you uh, introduce a new a new company which i believe you might have written up recently yeah that's right so actually one of the joys of the three wise monkeys podcast for me has been talking about the hidden reports that we've been putting out on ethical equities uh, i think the first one was dickadata which has mm-hmm. performed very well since then yeah but uh today i'd like to talk about the vista group Vista Group. What does Vista Group do? Well, so actually it's a software for cinemas of all things. And this is actually key to the sort of long-term narrative that I have in my mind for this company because I first spotted it quite a few years ago now and thought, oh, look, it's sort of high retention rate software stock with quite a large market share of the world cinemas this is, mm. this I remember is we, very from, yeah i was just gonna say i think we flew to new zealand for a presentation that they were giving at one stage claude back in like 2014 oh, or that's like right that. i yeah, remember yeah. seeing you there as well yeah. that was like early days uh <laughs> during that period of our lives but uh so we've talked about it between ourselves in the past but we've never really talked about it openly or certainly i haven't like from time to time we've, i've published something here or there on it but Ultimately, it's one that's flown fairly under the radar in Australia. And part of the reason for that is it is a New Zealand company. And pass. And they just <laughs> ignore them. These yeah. amazing businesses until they only list on the Australian exchange like zero. And, and then, 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 we can celebrate then, them. then we can celebrate them. So we love the so something we all have in common, I think, is that we like New Zealand and the, the ah, some of the companies absolutely. it produces. Oh, this. this is good. Um, suck, suck up. So that's the end of the thesis, guys. And <laughs> New Zealand stock. <laughs> nice, no, strong. I'm yep. I'm joking on that, but basically, you can imagine it has some of those first features that would have you know got my attention, mm. but it has um, two real like big parts of its business. Plus, I guess a collection of other businesses that aren't profitable, that maybe one day will be profitable. And when it listed a few years ago, it really only had one, um, part of its business, which is this sort of 
software to help bigger cinemas run their operations essentially and then they sort of branched into also software design maybe for smaller cinemas but it was Mm. all this sort of enterprise management stuff now that is a great way into an organization but if you look at the actual profits from that part of the business it wasn't growing that fast Mm. because that maturity had a very big market share i think was it a third yeah yeah actually more than so pretty huge a global share for a small new zealand company yeah exactly but how did it grow when you're at that stage i guess yeah and yeah well so what they done done basically is as part of the IPO is sort of bought this other company Movio that helps cinema essentially with cinema advertising and cinema marketing. So that's, I guess, a little bit closer to a different kind of revenue stream. So you've got the revenue streams from, you know, your candy sales. I shouldn't even call it candy. Lollies. Yeah. Popcorn. You forget uh, yourself. Sugar water, (laughs) all of those things. Um, And you know, the, the, scheduling and all that sort of stuff but you also have the ad sales and of course with the internet being very targeted with advertising there is now a need for cinemas to have better intel essentially on uh, how advertisers can do well with cinema advertising but if you think about it cinema advertising is special in a way because you're there you're probably with someone who matters to you often the often the case and you're sitting there and you're ready and you actually give your full attention to a massive screen with surround sound yeah like you could barely ever get better sort of penetration into someone's you're, mind yeah you're not that. even allowed to have your mobile phone on to distract you right yeah so exactly like, and you can't talk either yeah so it's really the perfect way to just deliver a mes- message there now i think part of the reason that this company has never sort of become a hot software company is because the hot company is netflix right mm. which trades on you know a million times reverse losses or whatever they have. <laughs> reverse losses. Community adjusted something. For yeah. 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 Um, um, but yeah, just to jump in. So, Claude, I think that's a really interesting point because a few years ago, it maybe even more than today, maybe it's changed a bit, but everyone was talking about the death of cinema. People just assumed no one would go to the movies anymore. Actually, it's completely I, untrue. I, I jump in there because there was a, I did a, a few years ago now a big deep dive into the cinema industry because Event, uh, which was formerly Amalgamated Holdings, listed on the um, ASX own a bunch of, well, they own the, the event cinema chain. And it's fascinating because although we've had Netflix and that, it's not so much, you don't go to the movies per se to watch a movie. It's more about going out. It's more the experience. Like, can you do something cheaper and more cost-effective? Yes, absolutely you can. But if you want to say to your sweetheart, hey, you know, come around and sit on the couch and I'm going to like, you know, dial something up Me on Netflix. Sweet and chill, you know. <laughs> You say to your sweetheart, no, you get your best no, girl around. You just text <laughs> on, you get your horse and your buggy. <laughs> you just uh, text on chin, on Tinder, Netflix, Netflix. What's this Tinder you're talking about? <laughs> but the thing is, and, and despite prices going up, and like you think, oh my God, it's $25 for a ticket. It remains one of the cheapest forms of out-of-home entertainment that yeah, you can have. Absolutely. Even with like, you know, 99% margin popcorn and soft-serve yeah. drink and as I, well on top of that. And I think Avengers just did in their opening weekend, 1.2 billion US. So I guess people are firmly like agree in that one week so, where, where else can like teenagers smuggle some like you know <laughs> where is this going it is <laughs> to put in their coca-cola yes. and yeah, sit yeah, next yeah. to you know the girl they've had a crush on for three years yeah. out of sight of everybody <laughs> it, it, else it, you're so right it is the Very experience good. and man cool. if we had more time we should so do a disney deep dive one of these days yeah, yeah, some yeah, of their yeah. purchases have been yeah, massive but i i, I but anyway let me yeah, say sorry, this so way. actually when i first bought this now i've forgotten the date but it was actually uh, you know the share price was quite a bit lower but it actually was flat or even down for ages after I bought it I think it's the probably equi- early 2018 having a look at the chart because it no, just no, went no, I bought it way before like oh, okay. back in the early days it was when you were talking about an event and ah. when Matt was also first introducing 
us to these ideas about how software gets the most profitable um you, can you explain that idea for the listeners just yeah just that um software normally captures all of the profit of the industry all of the you know yeah the excess returns on capital so andrew you had literally you know convinced me oh actually cinema's not going to die Cinema's i agree completely stay. with those arguments and then yep. matt was on there saying and in any industry um you know it's the software that gets the best margin so i was like man this is a software company in the cinema industry which is in my view massively underrated mm. so that's what originally attracted it to me well done man very I'm good it's not actually. I wish you could have returned the favor and spoke great, more about how it's not been a huge one yet. But it's, it's still great, got a lot. It's not been a great performer. Yeah. It's only really started to capture people's attention recently when this Movio business, which is more on the advertising side, mm. has t- finally started to show some growth, some strong growth. Now it's got about one half of strong growth. If that can continue, I think it could be exciting. If not, it's probably too expensive. Now, even though it's not that expensive compared to other software box stocks in this glorious raging bull market absolutely <laughs> excellent cool. speaking of glorious raging bull market let's go if we can gentlemen right back to episode one which was can we have some music like some chimes or something i'll do my best <laughs> yeah sound of a waterfall <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We that is that. the exact sound a waterfall makes <laughs> We thought, let's talk about Kogan. And we put the boot into that massively. And I'd encourage our listeners, of course, to go back and listen to all of our episodes multiple times and tell your <laughs> friends. And if you went back to episode one, you would see us talking about Kogan. And we just really went to town on it. And we thought, <laughs> what a dog of a stock. Who on earth would buy this? Yeah, you guys really didn't like it. I loved it. How <laughs> <laughs> much... How much has it gone up since we... Uh, a, I think it's about 100%, maybe over 100% since it, then. We almost got the bottom. It, we managed to pick the bottom <laughs> for our bearishness on episode one. Starting oh. strong, guys. Man. I, my memory, yeah. and this is just like maybe self-preservation. I actually thought it went down a lot first before it recovered or did we just... We nailed really the bottom. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Maybe it went down 5% we're like, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. So what's... Okay, let's... let's, let's uh, fast forward to today what I think uh, let me do to be quick. fair we were also saying that it was bad before when it did yeah, actually yeah. go down $9 it's just we were saying it at two on the other side it went to nine it's still bearish <laughs> remember Ruslan and co were dumping their stock dumping the stock you know we had ridiculous multiples you had uh-huh. Amazon Australia yeah. just about to enter and it was like one of those things where, in fact, my piece on Strawman about it was just like, look, I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I think you can probably continue to grow at a reasonable clip for a long time. But even that didn't make sense. So so why, what has changed the market's mind? It, it, we have had some pretty nice results between then and now with Kogan. Is that fair, a fair comment? I don't, I don't think they were that good, no. So, so why why is the share, I reckon they're just back. You know, Ruslan wants to. He's still got more shares I, to sell. Andrew, I like. think. I think. Um, well, I, I, from my memory, I didn't. I don't follow it closely. But they've increased their debt facility. That's good news for them, right? Though. I think to be fair, their customer count has gone up a lot. I think their sales have have, have, in, have continued to grow quite strongly as well. So it's just more of a sentiment change and a multiple expansion. But it was sort of like it got too carried away. The pendulum probably swung too swung too far, and now it's it's come back a little bit. So let's not spend too much of this episode on on um, glorifying our failures, but is it still a pass? Is that fair to say, gents, for you guys? Still a pass for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you don't have to um, pat all the fluffy dogs. You don't. I love that. That's. That, I'm getting a t-shirt. 
You don't have to pat all the fluffy dogs Claude Walker 2019. It's like the G-rated version of like a sleazier fund manager quote. <laughs> okay. I'm not going there. Uh, right. Well, what else What else are some of the reminiscences? That- well, a company that we haven't talked about much on this podcast, um, ProMedicus, I think should probably get a mention. ProMedi, awesome. <laughs> Who's got their drinks ready? Drink. <laughs> so I think that's up over 100% or about 110% since it was yes. first mentioned, as we mentioned many times at any point, basically. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it that, that often, high. did we? Or? I think some episodes, um, maybe nobody mentioned it, but certainly I think I mentioned it there's, every episode. Well, maybe there's two episodes. I mean, didn't I was mentioned. always drinking. Like, surely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just continue to execute. Had some good news. A lot more people getting the story, I guess. What would you say has been the big uh, challenge? So, so, again, me and oh, we all own shares. Um, me and Claude have sort of... Men- I, thought that I have many things to say. So I'm going to just try and get some words in before Claude does it. So obviously they've had some good announcements and, and the rest of it. But I think it's. I think we can all acknowledge that what's happened with ProMedicus is like an almost unprecedented, certainly unexpected, massive multiple expansion. So yes, great business. Future's very bright. Things are a little bit expensive. In fact, me and Claude had spoken multiple times of just selling down a little bit here and there. Claude famously had a New Year's resolution, which was never, I'm never selling ProMedicus again. Which uh, I also officially announced that I had broken like in February. Yeah, yeah. You made it like so five like, weeks. But I like yeah. what you and said. And I put out a blog yeah. post saying, hey guys, I'm going to sell before I did that as well. I and like t- how you're like, yeah, that's how long pro- that's how long resolutions last. <laughs> yeah. Like what were you expecting? Yeah, that's exactly. That's a good length for a resolution. Right on the middle of the bell curve. And and uh, and today it cracked $20. So, so I shouldn't have sold. It if I had listened to myself at the end of December, December, I know. I would be better off. Here's the funny thing. We are talking before. It's like we keep sort of selling down just for prudent capital, like portfolio management. And yet it continues to be like the easily the biggest position in our portfolio because the damn thing just keeps going up. I did put out a tweet today basically saying that, oh man, look, you don't want to overthink this stuff. But, and even though this is the biggest bull signal you can ever get, I did close my recommendation on Strawman and I will be selling down a few more in the oh, coming wow. days. You closed the recommendation. Yeah, we did pretty well. Yeah. It was up 110% or something. Wow. But it's, it's kind of, look, the thing is, on 40 time forward sales not last year so what sales will be up about uh, 40 something percent this year on my numbers and it's 40 times sales of that and my expectation of earnings this year it's more than a hundred times earnings at, at point at this point in time so great business but man that's whew, I, I don't know I find that hard to get so around the guy that I've been enjoying about Prometicus the most today as it as it hit what was it 23 bags for us Andrew um, it was a a very amusing fellow named Jake. And um, <clears throat> he had a series of tweet just enraged about how much the market cap... I like I liked them, yeah. Yeah, Thanks, I really... Jake, I yeah. couldn't bring myself to like them because so much of my net wealth is tied up in, in that What company. was he saying? He doesn't like... He was angry at how big the market cap was. Yes. He, there was a... I mean, so few like it and, you know, you should never like this. But he says, um, ProMedicus now up $93.7 million in market cap today. And then it's a level of stupid I've not seen in a long time. <laughs> next, quite fun but of course it kept going it. up. You know, the next one was such a big make that $129 million. <laughs> the <laughs> business must have had such an angry Correction. Day. Yeah, like it's right. gone up, still going up. The business yeah, yeah. only generated $45 million in revenue over the trailing 12 months. It has added nearly three times trailing revenues purely on momentum today. Totally normal, what? he says. 
Look, what, I can't disagree with the guy except to say, like, can you feel the the burn of someone who did not own Pro Medicus? Well, like, I wouldn't I, want to imagine. I, 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 who would? Who? Who? Who is the guy? <laughs> like, why? We've been telling people about this since about a dollar was the first time in the forums. That's true. I said publicly. I was actually publicly on MotleyFool.com saying what? at 88 cents or something. By 80, 86 We've been telling yeah. people about this for years. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I know, I know the pain all too well because there's been plenty of other like tech stocks that have just gone to the moon. I don't have any app and I don't have any ordinary. I don't know. <laughs> so but yes, I know the feeling. Well. I think the most important thing to add right now is I've been finding this amusing because I'm selling. I've been selling. To, I sold today. Oh, right today yeah, before okay. this podcast because I was like, what, oh. say, what everything? Or? No, no, no. Just a tiny bit because okay. like I can't. You know, I don't want to be everything. the guy that's like, how is it going up more? <laughs> what do I have to question his identity? Yeah. You sell everything. No, I didn't it. sell everything. But I've been like, like you were saying to me earlier, you know, it goes up a certain amount and you just want to sell just to make sure you're like, you don't have too well, much. You can't have an 80% in waiting stock. in one stock, right? It's yeah, ridiculous. So, yeah. so, All right, well, should we get in the next? Hey, wait, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a sense that. that Matt wants to move on here. <laughs> yeah, so like... An, should we get the next biggest um, we need to give frequently people- mentioned one out of the way? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. We need people to have a chance to go, go and refresh right. their glasses, that's 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 get a few more beer bottles we ready. The drinking okay. game is not over. Right, right, have a glass of water. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what, what else should we talk about next then? Uh, Matt, give us give us one that, that sung out to you that um, that we talked about previously. Well, uh, early on, talked about a medical miracle, uh, which is helping a lot of people um, oh, yeah. lead healthier lives. Oh, that's, that's, really, that's the one with the heap of scientific evidence, <laughs> yes, like absolutely. hard scientific there evidence. Is, there is great it. stuff there. Yeah, is so it elixir? No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw that as well. Oh, yeah, so A2 milk, um, is at all-time highs. So that's gone pretty well. May help um, with digestion. Up about ah, A2 milk. Such, I, so I, I bought this one, I think, maybe even after that podcast. You nice. Know? Yeah, <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, that's Thanks, good. Man. So, yeah, it's done well. Yeah, up... Um, up 70% or so, but it's it's just done 70%. the same stuff it has been doing. So I think it was the market lost a lot of faith, kind of related to the CEO share sale debacle, which happened a few months before. That's right. Um, and it's just kept on ticking along. It's on not even a huge, it's on like 30 to 40 times earnings now, maybe a bit more than that. But um, for a company that's grown earnings at 50% I mean, it year. has right, earnings, right, right, in this market. I couldn't market, tell if you were like, being serious or not when you say it's not too bad. At no, no, I don't think so at all. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, okay. Looking at my dates, I think I actually Come did. Come back to some of yours in a second. <laughs> I did, yeah, I I did buy that after the podcast. I just yeah, nice. checked then, so good on yeah. you, mate. And, and of course, yeah. I think it's all fair to say, and we should put this out there, that we Matt obviously knew that this was going to happen. <laughs> we, still, you know, we still don't think that uh, as short term, actually As short-term is. traders, this was, you know, the crux of our thesis was Do it going to be a massive... Do you even buy A2 milk, though? Like, no, would I, man. I don't yeah. get out of bed for a 70% gain I, I, in I, just I might, a few months. It's, no, 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 at home. What do you feed your children? Oh, um, if you do buy it, I would love it. <laughs> I don't buy it. I buy organic on milk. milk. <laughs> it does absolutely nothing for the vast, vast right, majority right. of the population. Get out of this you defamation. Get out, get out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, good. but so cool. it's still good. Yeah. And the, the other milk companies are Bellamy's and Bub. So what I did is bought, bought a bit of each of them. But A2 yeah. Milk's my favorite, and that's the only one I haven't nice. been selling. The others went up as well because milk is hot again. Yes. Everything's hot again. <laughs> yeah. Everything's hot again. Yeah. This is us. Man, if we are not in peak, peak, peak these, like, people just, will look back in a few this years. Is, this go, was the top. What was the, yeah, this was the, the top, top of the market. Like, hey, these it's when these like, monkeys have made all laps. this money. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, man. It's the final episode of season one. It's good. 
Good timing. Good timing. Um, we'll, we'll be back at the end of a three-year <laughs> recession. <laughs> Asking for handouts, <laughs> waiting in line with our food stamps. Yeah. So, yeah, Andrew. Andrew, fling us some. What's some memory lane for um, you? Thinking back? Uh, look, I have to mention EnviroSuite, don't I? That was that was. No, I don't think you do. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I very much think I do. Uh, it does deserve a mention it as, does, I think, perhaps our biggest, biggest, the biggest gain. gainer since we mentioned it. You know, that's true, but it is, it, you know, it was a much smaller company and much more liquid so i guess perhaps it's easier for it to go up 160 percent like it's harder for a you know a billion dollar company to i do that. love that humble brag that was really brag. good was well like, done that was well i practiced that in the car on the way he's like just say it like uh, it's nothing i think it's 160 percent like, like, and then i had a glass of water and i was like <laughs> that's totally normal in a few months i mean it's, as is as is <laughs> typical of everything i do i mean that that Sounds great, but I mean, I held that thing for a long time before it did anything, and it was down like 40 percent at one stage. I have to but tell this part of the story. <laughs> yeah, look, it just, I think it just—I think it's—it's no, it's it's worth mentioning because so it's many people true. think that you know good returns come like immediately and significantly, and generally they don't. It's more yeah. in the holding and the patience and the sort of the long-term <laughs> thinking that it comes. But yeah, pretty happy. With Brings that one. a tear to my eye. I love how you got a good lesson out of that one. Thanks, I, mate. I, you know, um, I have to say, and I mentioned it on a previous podcast. I have sold down. I think it was about a third of my holding recently. I just got it at 17 and a half cents or whatever it was when I did. It was just a little bit hard to justify. Yeah. Prudent. Nice. I cool. think I was in and out of EnviroSuite. I like bought some for a little while and then I still hold some now. Good on you. But yeah. I, I did do some of it like because I was like, Ugh, still doesn't Free make... Free money. Yeah. Hey, listen. Like, so there's no profit in the actual business yet. But it is on like ten. Dude, it is it is, it is early twenty nineteen. He's like laughing no one, at my thirty times earnings. <laughs> no one's yeah. talking yeah, about Yeah, exactly, exactly. What the hell's profit like, got to do with anything? The Matt stock. How much money does it make? <laughs> my stock. Let me tell you about its revenue. Nice. All right, Claude, hit us. What's um? What's, what's another? Can we what's talk about something memory? that's gone down? And and, and I do. And here's another humble brag. <laughs> yes. Um, how's no, the housing market gone, uh, Claude? Since, yes. Since hey, we talked about good one. Yeah, hey, nice. so like I own a house, so that's great. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, no, actually, we, we, it doesn't matter. My house is mostly trees, so I really yeah. don't care. Let it all burn down. Not the not the trees, the housing market. <laughs> Do yeah. not burn it Please down. Please don't burn my trees down. I really love them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we talked about that a few times, and it has um has continued, right? So housing's down and. Everything's just continued to suffer. It actually, so it feels we'll it, it's like it, it's the, the property markets move much slower pace compared to shares, and so yeah. the peak was actually in 2017, and it's I think we're I want to say at least in Sydney it's down about what 10 ish percent. Yeah, over that. Yeah, I think. So 10, actually, no, 12, I said no. Sorry, 13, it's about 12%. Is it not yeah. strange that like the housing market, which is so surely linked into our economy, mm. or so I've heard. Yeah. And it's comment. like going down and the stock market's like, yeah! <laughs> yeah it is an interesting Party! combo. That's, there's a, that's something, a fair point. There's yeah. something that's, yeah, to be said about that. This is like the day of our smug smugness, like maximum, like <laughs> everything that we've been like positioning before, ourselves for. Before yeah, exactly. I'm, moment, I'm yeah. starting to get scared. I was just like, maximum hubris. Riding over here today and I thought, Oh, some guy said some quote about being greedy when it was fearful, something like that. <laughs> I think it was greedy when he's greedy. Greedy, people are greedy, 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 and, and yeah. not fear. I don't can't really remember yeah, nice. the quote, but I've heard a lot of bag holders say it when they were like down a lot and still buying shares in some terrible stock. And I thought that's a terrible quote. That's awful. That's awful. Advice. But maybe this is the time when we should be a little bit fearful. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, uh, d- uh, d- housing down is a bit cheaper. <laughs> than what it was are you guys you guys out 
shopping around for a property? Or I could be it... buying a property at some point, but it won't be because I'm trying to time the market of property. It's because I like not having a landlord. You, <laughs> so, whoa, 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 whoa. You want, you want a property for shelter? Dude, <laughs> you're in the wrong country. Yeah, like, I don't know how they do things in New Zealand. Um, mate, unless you're a baby boomer, that is not okay. <laughs> like, don't do that. This is how it works. So you, you buy a property, yeah. you lose heaps of money on it each year. You buy another property. And then you, you flip buy. it and one or two years later for like 40, 50% higher than what you bought it for. That's it's easy yeah. money. Yeah, we'll see. Equity, mate. We'll equity. see. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right. So Never no, mind about no, that. No then. subtlety with that segment. So basically, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that, you know, it would be nice if for people my age and all my friends who are not listening to this podcast, but, you yeah. know, we went to uni together. If we could mm. buy a house sometime in the next five years. So I think it'd be good for the economy and there'd be lots yeah, well, of happiness going around so maybe like long term but i think <laughs> very bad for the economy yeah exactly extraordinarily kogan is a retail stock that is completely <laughs> focused on australia and the property market is like going down and and it's up a hundred percent you know another unusual thing very quick segue is that typically like markets tend to sort of like yeah around about pre-election because of you know all the so-called political uncertainty but even that hasn't stopped the market from just going woo so Uncharted waters here. It's a raging bull. Raging bull. <laughs> uh, Glorious raging bull. <laughs> what, what, are, what other stocks can we reminisce on? What <clears throat> else? Yeah. Have we what about? else we got? There's well, so many. Uh, let's go offshore. Let's go offshore. Matthew. Okay. What, what do we talk about uh, in the old, uh, the great US of oh, A? Oh yes. So oh, Facebook. Okay. Yeah, idea. yeah. Talked about Facebook. Yes, thesis. I love this story. Um, it was largely driven by extreme cheap valuation. Yep. So it's up about 30% since then, just because the company hasn't gone bankrupt. And I love so much hate that Matt's like, t- Facebook thesis, which is like supposedly a great sexy tech stock. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a shit company, but it's not as bad as, like, <laughs> as everybody thinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it's kind of, it yeah. seems sort of funny. Like if you were to say this, you know, a decade even, or a couple of decades ago, you, you say it was what, 25 times PE when you were talking about it. And... About what, Facebook? Facebook, wasn't it? And we were like, we were talking about how crazy cheap that was. I mean, is that not a sign of the times or whatever? And this is a company that was still growing. Oh, yeah, when we talked about when it. When we yeah, talked yeah. about Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, the one yeah. I liked, Google, is like a pretty much gone nowhere. I think it had really? a bad quarterly as well. Google's strong for the long term, though. That's a different kind of Very different strong. kettle of fish. But yeah. anyway, I've sold Facebook, actually, just recently. That's so the, That's the news slash, um, guys. So yeah. if you're a uh, Matt Joss uh, <laughs> Fan. Blind follower, <laughs> as I am. Solid strategy. Yeah. Solid strategy. Um, but yeah, so it's up. It's up a decent chunk, thirty percent or so. Um, I don't think it's. I'm not calling doom on it by any means. It's just it was very cheap and not quite as very cheap now. Yeah. Um, the core. I don't really don't like the core network. I think it's collapsing. I think everyone kind of sees that. But um, I could say I kind of read some more stuff on social networks as I tweeted about and got a bit more bearish on the stuff. I think I would so. love to. So how do you feel about like just the the impact of say social networks generally and Facebook in particular on the world? Uh, good question. I, I Bearing actually in mind think that one of us is trying to start a social network. <laughs> yeah, <true>. So please, <laughs> <laughs> please try funny. to be nice about, you know, they have some positive. I think, I think my, I do genuinely think net positive currently, but um, I mean, depends. <laughs> it could go, could go worse. It definitely. <laughs> I think it depends on the they, network to network. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, if yeah. one good network came and killed a terrible festering there was network. some yeah, great yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. That, like that'd be great. High quality discourse. Uh, um, I think what was very yeah, We don't have time to do it, but I was listening to a really great podcast with Jonathan Tepper, speaking of property market. Um, uh, John Hampton's mate came out, did a big thing not too long ago on that. Anyway, from Variant Perception, really smart guy. He's talking. He's got a book out at the moment talking about um, 
oligopolies, monopolies, and pricing power. And was talking about the significance of Facebook's ability to buy up all of its competitors and do some very sort of quote unquote evilly kind of things. And that is a really interesting sort of di- uh, insight into some of their pricing power. Yeah, and why had, it's different perhaps at this I'll time. Throw in a quick comment. They had a they basically spied on all of their competitors through this very dodgy means, and, and that, that allowed which was them to an acquisition I, that they made. Yeah, yeah, through an acquisition, but that acquisition was using. I hope the, we have a lawyer. The app store <laughs> to act like they didn't really have permission to do the level of spying yes. that they did. Yep. Really, yep. Uh, it was through kind of a technicality, and then that eventually that's going to be blocked recently. So maybe he'll lose which his you, I think that led right? to the WhatsApp acquisition, right? It was just like they saw the rise of that very, yes, very strongly. Yes, that's how they knew to acquire and Instagram. Let's pay. And yeah. like a lot of people yeah. at the time, Podcast. you're paying a billion or whatever it was for something that makes no money. And like, no, they are killing the company that could potentially kill them five, ten years down the track. So it's yeah, they can see the strategy thing with like Instagram as well, basically. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram is the new relevant social media, I guess. And yeah. you know what? The, the yeah. next one is probably in a garage being worked on by a sixteen-year-old right have, now. Yeah. You're older than sixteen. Well, I hope I'm so. Much older than <laughs> sixteen, is, my friend. But your garage think, is not. Nice. So I would. <laughs> I just I, look sixteen. I think I said it when we talked about the first time, but basically. There is evidence that like something like Instagram has like quite negative effects on people yeah, in terms of yeah. teenage boys and girls. I mean, basically, from what I hear, I don't actually have Instagram, but you know, a lot of men and boys just have accounts basically so they can see pictures, and then half the pictures are the women in their lives like trying to look as sexy as they can. Oh, it's depressing. Yeah. Um, so, eh, I don't know how great that is. Whatever. Man, yeah. that's, anyway, that's a whole it. other so. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Okay, stocks. Stocks. Oh, yeah. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got one. Oh, yeah. Go. So, go. this was another hidden report. We're going to try and race through all of my... Uh, Don't race through it. Relish it. Bragging. Final episode of the season. So, this season. one wasn't written by me. This was uh, Matt Razor who wrote this one on, mm-hmm. on XREF, mm-hmm. which Shout is... Shout out to um, Matt. Yep. Basically, a company that, you know, does these reference check things. Now, since that time, the share price has done really well. Awesome. And they put out a quarterly today, which I did not find particularly impressive. I saw shares down a little bit, six odd percent today, but I, off a very high level. I don't course. think it was that bad. Okay. But anyway, yep. the point is, look, it's up 40% yeah. since we mentioned it. Ex- it's up 40% since the hidden report. Yep. But I'll probably be doing an update on this, which will be there. Eh, not, I don't think, I haven't sold any, but I'm, I didn't, I wasn't super impressed. And the share price is up 40%. So we'll, I think, yeah, you know, I'm sort of on the fence on this one. It's not, delighting me but at the same time i'm not like super angry and being like i'm going to sell my stock and badmouth it on the podcast uh, do well, you I, think, think we, I was gonna say do you think you'll write it up for i will equities? definitely yeah, yeah i'll so. definitely do a follow-up on that one to say my thoughts when i've honed them a little more but i'm thinking i'll stick with it it's still growing it's just not as quickly as i would like if someone wanted to follow this research how would they go about it claude Oh, they can Google ethical equities. And then they should enter their email address. How much does yeah, it cost to be a member of ethical equities? <laughs> well, right now it's free, but... Seems like good value. I'm telling you, Seems one like day it's going to cost value. money. And then the people that don't pay will not get the good stuff. Yeah, I would That's say very good value even nice. at that point, my friends. And make Excellent. sure you do that. Heaps of good content on there. Some of it contributed by... Yours truly. Yes, actually, that's a great segue into Nanosonics. Nanosonics! You, so, background here. Andrew has been someone who encouraged me about Nanosonics from the very beginning. Yeah. And as a testament to those many years ago when you originally for Hidden Gems put it on the scoreboard at quite a low price. 90 cents? 
No, a bit higher like than that. that. Okay. But the point I can't really that's, remember that's to be honest. <laughs> Whatever. But maybe it was lower. Anyway, point is you did very well with Nanosonics and you've been covering it for ethical equities. Um, this is so well scripted. This twice you've covered it on the website. Very nice. Please, I was trying. I was definitely. Please, not you tell for that. us about Nanosonics. Well, Nanosonics is one of those ones where I think it's up about seventy percent since we mentioned it Strong. on the on the podcast. Again, totally knew that was going to happen. So that's uh, a good one. Seventy percent is not bad in like a few months. Far. I mean, we are. <laughs> this is such crazy time. I'm really cognizant of how crazy things are at the moment. Um, Can you believe people were short selling that when we were like? That would hurt Exactly I wonder how they're feeling right now Do you know what's really creepy? My phone was on silent And the message notification that went off Was from Facebook <gasps> Holy shit <laughs> Shut it down They're man. listening at all times <laughs> The Zuckerberg drone has Turn come off It's really weird right. um, Yeah, no, Nanosonics look, I, I think I mentioned on an uh, earlier podcast I actually sold some down to I think I want to say about Actually, a reasonable chunk, about half or something. Before it went up? Or uh, no, actually, okay. it went up a lot. Nice. And then I thought, um, wow, great company, kicking goals, still really like it. Everything's sort of going to plan, but, you know, very, very high multi multiple multiples. Um, and then, you know, and this is a good tip for players at home. Whenever I sell something, just back up the truck, right? Because yeah. you're guaranteed that that <laughs> I was is very surprised. I've been extremely surprised, but I think we finally actually... I did notice the other day that short interest is starting to finally give way. I think we're finally starting to see... I have no idea what's causing this massive bull market in these growth stocks. But the valuation to me is really hard to get to. Here's the thing with... with and you can cut and paste this comment to a lot of the stocks we've talked about. It's not as though in trying to come up with a valuation, I feel as though I've been conservative. I feel as though I've been really ambitious. In fact, and you're still not getting there. Optimistic. I'm saying, actually, yeah. And then... I think when we were talking about valuation techniques, I tend to not just do one. You do a, a few to sort of stress test your thinking. And I was like, well, let's say for the sake of argument, it does go up 50% for 10 years nonstop and that the margins stay really high. And, you know, you just do all these crazy assumptions just to test the thinking. And even then on some of those like things, like I still can't make this current valuation make sense. The only way it makes sense is if in another five and 10 years time, the market is is also at that point happy to trade at, at very unusual atypical kind of multiples. so another case of great company kicking goals still got shares very happy shareholder hope to own it for another 10 years would i be encouraging other people to buy it at this point no i wouldn't yeah i actually took a tiny bit off the table or some amount off the table a while back but it's it's just it's a great business but great business. as with promedic it's great business but I don't know how the valuations are getting achieved right now, and who yeah. if the are the people buying actually valuing the stock, or are they like NAN is going up? Yeah, in a do you know what the reverse of this is going to be? I reckon at some point in the future, I would, wouldn't be dumb enough to put a date on it. We'll be in a different kind of market environment. Prices will be falling, and our conversation will be. Oh my God! Can you remember, like Promedicus was so cheap at eight dollars, you know, and and now it's four dollars. Like, how has it got? Like, how this is crazy? How much lower can it go? It'll be the same kind of scenario in reverse. What a hellish world! It is. Yeah, I don't crazy. think that's ever, markets I, for you. I, I struggle to believe Promedicus will. Well, that was a, that was a bad example. That was a bad example. <laughs> Uh, Matt, cool. yeah. Else, else well, you touched on, but you have the to drink though, even though it was a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I apologize. Have people um, got their beers ready? Are yeah. we ready for that? Yet? You touched. You touched on the valuation segment. So another kind of segment we did. We did not just stocks. So like the inflection point stuff was oh, quite cool. I thought. 
Um, and this is actually one of my favorite. Me too. Favorite topic. So yeah, so that um, good feedback. Companies. <coughs> go on. Sorry, I just wanted to say, like, generally try to be like, oh, as with Matt Joss's theory of inflection points, <laughs> as just like a general reference, and trying to put that into the common parlance. Um, yeah, and so the company that was mostly talking about relation to was uh, push pay tipping into profit, but any company tipping into um, profit can be an example of an inflection point where the fundamentals in the future are going to be radically different to the recent past. Um, and I think, uh, Claude, your Webjet thesis was very similar to that as well. A it company like a that hidden, had a, it was a, hidden, like a hidden inflection point. Exactly. But so basically, Basically, since you convinced me of this idea, I've just been really just yeah. constantly trying to find inflection points because what really sold me on it was the stuff about the brains. Yeah, the way that we process exponential yeah. growth. Maybe just not been go able over to that. Do it. it just real quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially that um, we've evolved for linear processing. Um, so like projecting whether that, that lion is going to run towards us or it's going to run if somewhere else. If its speed around. is going to double. Exactly. I couldn't be sure if this logic's true, but if you just assume it's true and then look for stocks that are going inflection points, I do. I have seemed to notice that that's been working for me lately. Yeah, it's like a it's a bias, right? It's um it's something that um is often it's like a good error deficient, I guess. It's not yeah, not it's a maybe guarantee. Maybe not the longest because term eventually people I've can get over, too overhyped about it. Yeah, and I, it, it it allows you to get potentially an entry point into some very good company. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I was going to say to you guys before. I feel and this is totally anecdotal, but I, and very self serving. But I feel as though I've heard since you sort of started talking about it. I feel as though it's, like, it's more in the zeitgeist. <laughs> Bum. I actually think we may have invented this whole, <laughs> this whole idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. we certainly were, we were certainly It could be like you buy, you buy a yellow car, you see yellow cars. Because I know we have yeah. listeners from the US as well. So yeah, yeah. Spread the word. They'll be claiming it. For um, <laughs> yeah, and so the, other, the main company that I talked about that with Pushpay... Um, Claude said was flat. It's up about twenty percent. He's teasing me out. Twenty percent. So pretty boring. I mean, but it, uh, hopefully, I think that it's still playing out. So it's still, we'll see. They're about to release it. That's a thirty percent. It's actually thirty yeah, percent. No, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a happy shareholder with with pushback. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting one, and I uh, I'll be writing a follow up on the about inflection points about a more exciting one. Uh, the last time was about like value investing inflection. Next one will be about the um, growth and and tipping past the the exciting part of an S curve. So and if someone yeah. wanted to read that <laughs> high quality work and much uh, other high quality work, Matt, where would they go? Yeah, you could check Matt it out. Matt Joss, where would they Matt go? Matt Joss.com. Or you just, oh, just Google who and where is Matt Joss? <laughs> how may I find him? <laughs> and you'll still find J-O-A-S-S. Yes, absolutely. And that's the yeah. key actually. People. Yeah, cool. That's, that's good point, Andrew. Sign up, <laughs> register. Moving yeah. on. Um, can we do it? Well, can, can we, we move on? Or can we? I think, yeah. Yeah, move yeah. Can we, can well, we Also, again? I would like to add one thing on yeah. Pushpay, which is, as people constantly ask me about what stocks they should buy, just as I rock through life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just walking down the street. I actually say Pushpay is one of the ones that I like. can still quite like at the moment because I feel like everything has got an absolute crazy valuations. Mm. And Pushpay is not super crazy. Like, Yeah, it hasn't run up as much as the others. But I think it's yeah. on a similar multiple of recurring revenue uh, yeah, be about than say EnviroSuite, for example. Yeah, yeah, but it's like closer to profitability and has US revenues and much bigger top line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred million or so yeah, US. Yeah. So yeah, cool. And I think they'll be probably going to do an acquisition of something that could be pretty meaningful. Um, so that is another opportunity for some for some Ooh. new stuff. So we'll see. We'll see if that comes out over Very the next nice. few months potentially. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's and time. It's a, and it's, it's a New Zealand stock. Oh. Release the catapult. Catapult. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Another another listener, quote unquote, 
favorite if they can <laughs> they say love that. to hate it or they love it oh man what, what a, a ride what huh? a ride what a catapult ride. has the, been the highs the lows it was very early the lows <laughs> the lows <laughs> Low the lows <laughs> that was episode two that was episode two the same time in fact we did inflection points and push bay and dicka data which we should mention as well uh, yours truly said catapult. I think it looks really interesting. So that is actually, to my surprise, actually up since we first mentioned it. it well, it was well. Let's you know, let's put it in perspective. It was a dollar ten-ish, I think, around that time. I thought it was high. Honestly, I was surprised when we did the maths today and found it was up like. 10 to 15 percent or whatever. 10 or 15 percent since then so that's okay it's probably just in line with what the market's done so you know it's an still index definitely investor would have would have got about the same but it did get as low as 60 something cents in there so it was pretty yeah. brutal tell us the story give us the blow by blow uh, i don't i'm not gonna bore people with it. all i'm gonna say is no is, they're drinking they're fine, they're fine. Make, <laughs> as much as you want. make sure your glasses full um look it, it was always a case of a, a, a great product, a great opportunity, a legitimate market leader with some management that I think we can all agree we're not executing well with some acquisitions and some segments that were not living up to their full potential with a market that was getting very impatient with all of this kind of stuff that, yeah, it's not great now, but it's going to be great soon. And then no, nah. and we had CFOs leave. We, in fact, we had two CFOs leave. I think that happened, wasn't it, <laughs> the day after? So you should, you get a lot of credit here, though, because you were you really backed up on it at like eighty cents or something. Seventy-two. We did cents. another thing, yeah. and you're like, "Yes, yeah. I'm still on it." And we're like, "Why are you yeah. still doing that?" I, I and was, then the day after, which is like the day the podcast came out, the CEO resigned. I so know, like you just released. Like, like, can you imagine that's the worst how powerful thing? the podcast is? Literally before we even published <laughs> True, it, he yeah, heard yeah, about he heard how we were going to be like. Catapult, this is what you need bad. to do. Yeah, like yeah. you need to get rid of the CEO, and then like already he's gone. He's like, I'm out. Yeah. I think here's the thing. I think this is to be taken with every single company, but Catapult's a great example. Is is that you can? It's very very hard in the share market to distinguish between what the business is doing and what the market's happy to pay for it for a, a stock and so you have catapult with all of these problems and yet a little bit of opportunity as well in there and, and really over since we started talking about in fact the year before that um, there was obviously news of a material nature that came out in dribs and drabs but you know the broader longer term picture never really changed and so we could argue about how much we all thought that was worth but the market went from you know and over that time frame from a dollar 60 to 67 cents now back up to a dollar 20 something it's it's my case was always, even when it was at 72, so I had no idea it was going to bounce, but it was kind of like, yes, it's terrible. It's probably worse than terrible. There's a whole bunch of I problems with this. I love that that's the this. bull case. But, and, and we, <laughs> yes, we, it's terrible. It's probably worse than terrible. We joked about it at the time. And it was just like, man, this thing was on like two times recurring revenue. Know, like but it should be higher, right? Everything's trading on like 20 times. So when you've got 20 times recurring revenue business, like, is this crap? Yes, it is crap. But there is, there is a core of a business here that is, does not deserve yeah, to be traded. I agree. Look, I time. could even imagine myself buying into the, back into this. So like when I did my like takedown piece on ethical equities, it was above the price it is now, right? Nice. And they now have, like have a bit of change. I'm not necessarily convinced that the change is actually the change that's required. Not a lot's actually changed between seventy yeah. cents and now. That's that's the other crazy but thing. But if right? I were convinced that the change that is required were to happen, I could definitely buy back in at this at two because like if you actually had the respect of mm. your shareholders, 
you could get a much higher share price because yeah. they would not be constantly trying to sell every time they get the half opportunity yeah, totally. because everyone's like, oh, I'm stuck in this company. So, so I had a double position, recommendation position on Strawman and I actually closed one of those today. So again, it's the case of, again, not a lot's changed with the business, but I, you know, I, it's 70 cents. You're like, well, there's a, there's a massive margin of safety in that up 50 odd percent or whatever it is now. It's not true. And I think this is where is people your, make Is your Strawman scorecard still good? Uh, it's going pretty good. Thirty nice. percent up, actually. Thirty percent. I've heard nice. that the market's been decent lately. How about Strawman overall? The wisdom of the crowd. How's that? Uh, actually, yeah, I, don't I should know. actually <laughs> open that up and should I my usual high level. <laughs> no, do you want to see one? Yeah, yeah, we a can back to that. But yeah, you can actually find out really quickly on eighteen point two percent since inception. Yeah, you can um, all go to Strawman.com and see that. Yeah, check it out. Still, yeah. I think it's underrated. You know, if I didn't have to like work during the day, I would probably spend more time on just looking at that. It's um, yeah, it's cool. Like we we. I think we, uh, I'm not going to segue too much into straw man, but we we're in our 2,150 odd users rating about 80 to 90 per week. I should get a lot of really good solid Can contributors. I, am I'm really I allowed to say now? I'm a shareholder of straw man. You are my friend. A very, sm- very small number of shares. You are my friend. And uh, but I was, I was, I was happy to give you a, a, <laughs> an infinite price to sales ratio on your uh, share uh-huh. there as well. <laughs> that is exactly the price I like to pay. <laughs> Such a good way to return. Just yes. in return. Yep. That's, uh, That's funny. Value investment. <laughs> value investor 101 but um, anyway, but anyway so get, Andy, a get a bolt um, you stuck with it at the lows it yeah. got down to 60 cents it's almost 100% up since then so well done on sticking with it thank and, you uh, my friend hopefully uh, it all uh, works out I, again I, just to be clear I would I would not be buying more at this at this point in time I still think what you want to see here is that it was encouraging to see that management I think tentatively have got the have got the feedback from the market and the professional funds managed industries like dudes Get your ship in order. Stop all this dalliance. Short, reduce sort costs, your ship out. Short, sort your ship out. <laughs> Fire yourself. What the ship, man? Like, what the ship? You know, well, yeah. so, I'm surprised I, that the I, fund I, managers, like I know some fund managers have been doing a great job in trying to put pressure on them. To really do good better. advocacy, yeah. But there's still a certain percent, like ultimately the fund managers could take control if they all just gather together. Yeah. And I just think they need to get and have a nice dinner together and be like... How do we roll the board? I think the guys have got the message and we'll see. Uh, so it's, it's tentative. Look, if they can get things in order, um, you will, this will thing will re-rate massively. I if still they need think to get things, you change the directors. That's the thing. That, that is the hard part. If yeah. some of the major yeah. fund managers could select directors they know from other parts of their business yep. that are good, they, they have the knowledge to know how to run a good company. 100%, man. 100%. And then it'll, it could literally go from, two, for however many times sales it is now, to 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like in, in this market, in, surely. In this I market, mean, that could actually happen. So, I mean, again, that's, that's a very speculative but thesis. It's a massive but it's game. Just, and it's not, a, it's not a buy thesis, but <laughs> yeah, crazier things could happen. Let's talk about Dicker Data, because that's been one of your favorites, Claude. You've mentioned it a few times, and you have done a report on ethical equity. Yeah, so, secret report. A secret. So, actually, this is. Uh, up until Vista Group, this is the last time actually I authored a secret hidden report on ethical equity. That's subscriber only, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was actually turned out pretty well. Pretty well's underselling it. And I'm happy about that because the guy that sit next to me at work, he also bought some. Hey, nice. That's got to be an awkward uh, office that environment. Well, man, <laughs> when you, you know? give someone a tip at work and it goes yeah. really badly. So I'm very happy. It was Look, it's not the most high risk one. It's up about 50% since the hidden report which is around the same time as the podcast fantastic and um look it's a good quality company 
funnily enough, I've got a nice story to tell from our quantitative work about this. Ooh. So as you know, there are certain uh, factors that we tend to look at on a high level, growth, insider ownership, insider ownership, insider buying. And was there something else? CEO compensation, right? Oh, so yeah. this is like quantitative analysis of every company on the world. So I ran this really tight scan and I had about seven ASX companies come up on this scan. And one of them was Dicadata. One of them was another company we wanted to talk about today, Advanced Nanotech. Um, one oh, of them was Webjet, who we also talked about on this. Oh man, so much to talk about. And there were only about seven and that was three of them. Ironically enough, one of them was corporate travel management as well. Ah, yes, yes. Um, which we which is, I wish I'd mentioned, is up 12% since we yeah, yeah. So that's up. And well. we did that in the very first episode and we were negative on it. Yeah, yeah. we were negative and it's up. Yeah. Hey, when you're and right 98% even, of the time, and it even you're ca- wrong 2% of the time. <laughs> and it even came up on this scan of companies. So I did this scan and it had seven ASX companies and I owned half of them. We've talked about half of them on this podcast. There are a couple of others which I will uh, one day uh, review on ethical equities. Dude. Make sure you do, for sure. There's one minor, bizarrely, which I haven't not going to look at. Uh, before we move on, uh, is still a buy for you? Uh, I wouldn't or? say a buy, but definitely like a, a hold? solid hold. Yeah. Solid I hold. haven't sold any. Um, and maybe I'd probably even lean... Of all of the stocks on the stock market right now, I think it's one of the better value ones. Excellent. I'll just jump in quickly because there's a couple that we were unanimously negative on, I think. Experience Co. and BWX. And I think they're down about 20%. Ooh. and I think... 26% but can I just say this for Experience Yay. Co. If you are somebody who does not believe in climate change, you should buy this stock. In fact, you should put all your money in this <laughs> stock. Claude's trying to screw you over for not <laughs> believing in climate change by putting you in a stock. <laughs> no, no, but they're buying up all of these businesses in cans who are going to be negatively affected by the destruction of the reef. Ah. So if you're like some genius who has this insight that you dude, know it's perfectly reasonable for every everyday people not real. to know better than 98% yeah, of the world's leading experts come on who are you you know I don't know like probably fluoride is bad man oh, like yeah, this guy the anyway, so the point yeah. is experience co the, re- the reason that like it is a funny company is because it is buying actively has been bought buying acquisitions in areas that will be hypersensitive to this one single risk mm. and that risk is that Cannes tourism suffers due to the reef dying. Mm. So if you don't think that will happen, this is a great company. For great, you, great. Potentially. Yeah. This is not advice and I would never buy this company and what Matt said. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you got? What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much the, the last one that I had there. Oh, you mean I've oh, so I just didn't to cover? Yeah, no, uh, well, I will tell this story well, then. What? When we talk about my ethical investing... The first time I wrote about um, ethical investing on a certain forum, mm-hmm. I suggested as an ethical investment, ProMedicus. This was when it was like a dollar. ProMedicus, just when you right? thought, just when you thought you were drinking. But most, of the, most of the replies to that were yeah. telling me that ethical investing was stupid. But Who's stupid now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, okay, not too okay. much more for me, I guess. Well, okay, yeah. okay, well, Ordinate would be one that ordinate. I'd like to okay, give okay, a shout yeah, out to. Nice. We, we all really like that business. Um, it's up about 60% since we've mentioned it. 
Um, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew's face. I wish you could see it. I wish we had video. <laughs> Did you not buy that one? You know I thought that was another Three Wise Monkeys. That, that like was, in it together, Prometicus, you know A2 Mill. It wasn't like I disagree. It was just like, that looks really interesting. That is totally up my alley. I should really look at that and I should totally buy some shares. And I just didn't. And yeah. I, they've got no reason for doing it. I just didn't. And it, it haunts me to this day. But is it still cheap? I don't I mean, it, and it, just it hasn't psychological been super cheap <laughs> yeah, for a while. No, no. <laughs> I think, no, no, it's no, probably, probably not that but, cheap. You know, yeah. It can grow into it if it can well, actually, tap we the video to, market. We have to, speaking like of that, companies so. that have never, ever looked cheap was Advanced Nanotech, which you touched on before, which was we ah, actually talked one. not too long ago, in fact, on this podcast, straw man favorite for a long time. Uh, guys yeah. like Winnie, um, uh, Luke Winchester, everybody mentioning yep. by name, uh, really solid member, really great investor. He's on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Um, picked it really early, gone incredibly well, and just goes higher and higher and higher and higher. Um, and that's definitely another one to check out. Maybe Winnie could uh, sponsor our next season. Oh, <laughs> yes. With the winnings. With his winnings. Yeah. Winnie's winnings. Um, oh, we have to mention, speak, well, that's, see, that's a really good company. We've talked about a lot of good companies, but let's talk about another crappy company, um, which was Fluence, which um, I put a bit of a plug in before. <laughs> I mean, this is a satirical podcast, you know, <laughs> just for any Well, I people. think when we talked about it, I think it was sort of like, yeah, it's it's got lots of hairs on it. But my argument at the time was it was just dirt cheap. And so normally, in fact, almost always, in fact, never without exception, I'm a long-term investor. Um, but it did have, fortuitously, some good results, a bit of a 30% bounce when I am out of that. That is not something that's a bottom draw stock forever. So, so anyone who's following along and listened to that episode, very clearly the thesis was uh, some interesting stuff about it, but very, very, very cheap. Mm, up about 30% or so since then, and I'm out. So while I've never been a massive fan of, fan of fluence, and mostly because of reasonably like, so yeah i mean the lack of positive cash flow and other things like profit yep. but one high risk also high risk water related environmental stock which i've always had close to it in my mind is this one called foslock foslock yes. which is also similarly i had had for many years the same concerns about foslock, foslock with a ph if i'm yeah yes yeah as i did with um fluence but on a like for like, it still looks a bit better to me. Okay. And I do own shares in that one, but I will probably sell them soon because I have no real conviction in it. It seems very high risk. and But I like the fact that it basically is a rehabilitation of the environment technology. Yeah, I do like that. Part. So don't consider this my view on the value of it. It's just one that I've always been interested in. And last, chance, last chance, guys. Any other stocks you'd want to mention before we, um, we finish this massive... Um, pat on the back. <laughs> near maps up fifty percent. We say that one. Oh, near map. No, we didn't talk about near map. Yeah. Oh, uh, Andrew owns it, so so he yeah, wants to play everything. About that. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. No, I think right. we're done. Um, well, not quite. I just wanted to say uh, thank you to all of the listeners, our friends, yes. the many investors who said Excellent really point. encouraging, nice things to us about this. Yeah. We're yeah. really, really happy to hear those uh, positive feedbacks because it, it makes us happy and, you know, like we love ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's um, very nice. Definitely, man. Well yeah. said. But no, no, we really love the you guys listened and thank you very much for doing that. Yeah, thank you. And can I also say thank you to you two fine gentlemen as well for your excellent, excellent contributions and thoughts and... Um, 
Likewise, Andrew. Yeah, look, Absolutely. I think it's it's been a great experience. It's been a lot of fun. We kind of ticked it off with like, <clears throat> hey, let's just try this for a bit and get together on a Tuesday evening and talk stocks, have a beer or two, and and well, Matt has a cordial, me and Claude have a beer, <laughs> and uh, you know, talk, that is true. talk that through is a few stocks, and drink. it's been really great. <laughs> I think last time I checked, we got about two and a half thousand downloads a week, which is not a bad effort. Not too for bad. Something that we've Absolutely. never really so, yeah. Thank you very much. Very privileged to have, have fun so many times. people listening in. Um, so so yeah. what's, what's next? Is there anything on the horizon? Well, I guess you guys are looking at me. So yeah, we'll uh, keep on focusing on ethical equities. We've probably got some plans in the medium to near term to develop ethical equities to something that gives more regular content for the select few and um, basically just continue to try and pick ethical stocks and of Excellent. course keep sharing those ideas with you guys as well and kicking goals and making money asking asking Matt what he's buying (laughs) just buy that no definitely definitely check out ethical equities if you haven't already Um, at this stage a lot of very good quality research and also basically we tend to do cross-pollinate our content a fair bit so you'll stronger together if you find one of us you'll be able to find the others yeah what about you andrew um just doing the straw man thing doing the straw man check out straw man if you haven't already it's um it's growing extremely fast these days right took that's 2000 now you're up to you talk about like linear stuff before is a very non-linear kind of past or hoping that that uh, curve continues to go up my 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 frustration has always been one of the pace of development it's been a couple years now and in that time we've had some real success but i feel as though i could have done it in six months if i had the proper resourcing yeah it's literally me um and a part-time developer and a couple of re- more recently a few more interns so it's kind of like stop talking it down so, it's amazing yeah, like, two thousand people what, 100 joining well, every what week. i'm saying is, Andrew, is, is, is now that i feel as though there's a bit of traction yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to ramp up a bit more i'm prepared to contribute the a thing lot more that matters about Strawman that I'm so pleased about is just the quality of the idea generation. Yeah. Idea generation is hard. That's it's actually hard. It, man, so I'm glad. I'm really. And it's hard to, to it's hard to come up with ideas that will help people rather than hurt people. You can never be right all the time. I know the pain of giving people a bad idea, which they then act on, and that's true in any part of your life. But basically, when your job is to try and give someone good ideas and you give them a bad idea, which does happen and has happened to me. You feel terrible. I feel terrible. Well, the fact that you've got this new hive mind methodology that is like able to do that in a way that is positive is t- super valuable. Do you know what, for me, I think what's been re- it was an idea that I feel as I've been a bit validated is the trouble with normal sort of online discussions is it's just all noise and people shouting at each other and there's yeah. no accountability and there's no transparency. Yeah. So at least the idea was just like it was a really risky thing. It's like let's let's like shine a bright spotlight on people's performance. And it's like how what. What do you think, Mr. Know-it-all, Mr. Troll? What, what you know? You tell me what stock to this buy. This was all a whole thing about getting back with the, to the trolls. It is, it is. And it's <laughs> just, <laughs> but, but what's been great, I think, is when you do that, and when everyone's in the same situation, and when even the best of the best sort of members that we have there still make the occasional mistake, is that we're all in it together. It's a really collaborative. But it's environment. really the promote the trolls are the promoters. That's what yeah. who you're holding to account by having a scorecard. You don't allow someone to like come on and exactly. hype something when they're always hyping hey, crap. You want to come on and. Yeah. And pump your penny dreadful by all means. But do it, then my you'll friend. have the reputation. But you'll have a really bad record. So, yeah. yeah. So then that that there's a actually a safer environment for people to read other people's opinions about stocks. Put up or shut up, as I like to say. Yeah. Anyway. So Matt, yeah. what yeah. are you thinking about it? What's the 
plans in the near to medium term. What's next for me? Uh, yeah, so it could be some pretty exciting news in the next few months. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Oh, no, gonna but, yeah, um, yeah if, you, if you sign up to mattjust.com, I'll keep you informed there. And I'll also be I'll updating be on a company I've line. been researching um, over the last couple of months, hopefully, if I can um, get it all together. So that'll be probably my next write-up, as well as... Uh, Updating on inflection points, a lot of other stuff, but yeah, I hope to have a bit more, uh, bit more news to but share. And you're, you're I know a lot of people have been like waiting for more Matt Joss action, and uh, I would suggest those people make sure that Matt has your email at this point in time. It's pretty <laughs> silly not Appreciate to do it. that. And the other thing too is we all like a bit of a tweet or two, so our email address is in the show notes. If you want to stay in, in touch, uh, yeah, that's that's another great Absolutely. thing to do. But guys, I think. Yeah, that was great. As the hour ticks over. Absolutely. Uh, that was a long one. Thank you for our remaining listener. Uh, <laughs> please Who hasn't do passed out us. drunk from <laughs> all of our mentions. Um, yeah, no, thanks very much. It's been really appreciated. It really has. It's been time. great. And uh, until next time. Until next thanks time. Hakuna Matata. Time.